Okay, so Joe Rogan has recently got into some hot water over an image he shared on Instagram. Surprise, uh, surprise. Yep, let's have a look at it. Let's have a look at it. Right, so actually, we're more interested in the description because I think actually the description is much more, you know, theologically relevant in a way. The image, what do you make of the image? It's got hard times basically creating strong <laughs> men, apparently. Strong men create good times, which leads to weak men, which creates hard times. And the axes are left, right, and authoritarian, libertarian. So, so authoritarian men are the good men. Authoritarian right to this are strong are men. Are strong men. Yeah, and they produce good times. Famously, the authoritarian right have produced good times. <laughs> communist Russia. To be fair, the authoritarian oh, left, which com- is communist, no. did produce hard times. <laughs> yeah, so that's that, true. <laughs> so that it's accurate. The top left, top right is the Nazi era, which you know, yeah, not not quite as good. That's actually true, isn't it? And it's funny how they converged in the same in their terms of their uh, yeah their many of their atrocities you know it's funny you go to hungary i went to hungary and the house of terror is one of the major tourist i want to say attractions mm. but it's the house that was used by the nazi party in hungary and then yeah the communists took over hungary and used exactly the same building oh, really for their, for their headquarters yeah so the idea that you have the authoritarian uh right yeah and then you have like well there isn't actually no there's nothing in here which would enable you to talk about communists because communism was authoritarian left, and yeah. it's not even accommodated as an idea. If you're on the left, you're basically weak, and if you're on the right, you're basically strong. It's pretty simplistic. Okay, fair enough. The the image maybe wasn't as well thought through, but let's now have a look it's at also the description. Like, like, surely he's got, like, surely, I mean, it's just, like, four colours and, like, some grid squares with, like, some text written on it hmm. in capital letters and arrows. I think he's getting into the zeitgeist, though, that people in today's they age just have like, become... like, four colours, like, no, multiple no. colours. <laughs> Simultaneously, like really hits it on different levels, <laughs> and then they're really engaged. Four bits, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think he's getting to the zeitgeist of uh, people generally feel that people become less resilient, right? The whole snowflake generation, and they were a bit too touchy feely, etc. So that's kind of what that's playing on. But the, the 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 description is actually, I think, quite interesting. So it says, "We are in Gali Yuga, mm. the age of conflict. All of the chaos we're seeing right now was predicted in Hinduism thousands of years ago." Civilizations move in predictable cycles and we are in the lower left-hand square of the chart. Do your best to elevate yourself and the world around you from the madness that is in the air, but understand that this insanity is all part of an infinite process. So a lot of things he's saying there, he's referencing Kali Yuga, which he says is the, the age of conflict, that the chaos we're seeing was predicted by Hinduism and that civilizations basically work in cycles. And basically history is a, is a series of repeating cycles. Um, and actually for me, that's a lot more interesting and insightful to kind of talk about. So what are the things there that, that jump out at you? Well, I mean, the first thing is, is that the real age, I mean, we are in an age of conflict, but mm. we had a very age, big age of conflict in the beginning of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in his own model, I don't think he would perceive the men of the World War One, World War Two as weak men. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I... I that's the first thing that comes to mind. I know that's not the question you really asked of me. Yeah, yeah. You wanted me to answer, give my thoughts on the cycle and the idea of cycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's, I mean, yes, I think it appears in different civilizations in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the most, one of the most famous concept of cycles is the cycles of Ibn Khaldun. Mm-hmm. You know, he talked about the sociological cycle, very similar to this, that mm. civilization breeds uh, people who are given to luxury and materialism, yeah, yeah, and that erodes their moral fabric. Yeah, and the consequence of an erosion of moral fabric is civilizational collapse. And then you have the Bedouins, the 
the um the step people as he conceived of it mm. who would then invade mm. um mongols or one particular example mm. um and then they would then become installed into positions of power and then you'd have an era, era of domination of civilization and then they with material opulence would go down the same route so yeah. it that's very similar to this yeah, yeah. i mean hindus are not authoritarian predicted. Left, right? yeah yeah i mean it's, it's interpreted for a kind of joe rogan audience i think mm-hmm. uh, i shouldn't say that because i like a lot of joe rogan's interviews i didn't mean that in a derogatory or deprecating way um but what i mean is for popular audience yeah it's kind of for in, mainstream audience for mainstream audience keep it simple okay even though it has zero close to zero accuracy <laughs> so what does Kali Yuga mean so Kali Yuga is basically this idea of darkness yeah this idea in Hinduism that there will come a time and this is actually this isn't necessarily a repeating cycle this is the end times yeah that's okay? correct so this isn't cycles which are going on infinitely this is the end times yeah this idea of an age of darkness of complete spiritual moral degradation yeah and in this age there is prophesied to be the Kalki avatar yeah the, the final avatar and the avatar is basically uh a manifestation of God. A manifestation of God, but a human manifestation. Yeah. So an appointed one of God, very, very similar, actually identical to the idea of prophet in the Abrahamic religions. Yeah. Um, uh, and Different names, same functions. Same function. Someone who from God who's come to guide mankind yeah. and there'll be this final prophet, this final avatar uh, who will come to lead people in the end times. In fact, a lot of Hindus do believe that like Abraham and Muhammad, peace be upon him, and Jesus, mm. peace be upon him, they do believe that they were avatars. Mm. You know, you speak to a lot of Hindu people, they do accept that this was a holy person. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So is this talked about in other religions as well? Is it just Hinduism that talks about this or was this more widespread in religious cultures? No, so I mean, it's 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 absolutely widespread. Um, so the concept of a, an age of spiritual moral degradation Mm. is common to a lot of religions. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Christianity, you have the idea of the second coming of Jesus. In Hinduism, the Kalki Oto. At the time of the Antichrist. At the time of the Antichrist. Um, in Buddhism, you have the concept of what's known as the Mateya Buddha, mm. or Messiah Buddha. A lot of people say that Mateya is Messiah. Mm-hmm. It's the um, it's the transmutation mm-hmm. of uh, the S's into the T's because of the, the way the uh, language is formed. And uh, in the in the Norse religion, you have Ragnarok and Odin, and Ragnarok is the age of darkness, hmm. uh, in which Thor would, you know, I don't know, Thor would be given well, well, his but, hammer, and then he would n- no, that's move through the universe like this. <laughs> that you confusing things. <laughs> no, there's a bridge and everything, and then he beats the bridge. I saw a documentary. <laughs> yeah, it breaks. Yeah, you know, it happened, didn't it? So, um, so actually, I think there's, there's a very interesting idea about the, the Norse religion because a lot of people. Um, they won't recognize the uh, obvious similarities between the Norse religion and pretty much every other religion on earth, yeah. which is the idea that you have um, uh, God, the All-Father, Odin, the All-Father, yeah. who has a son, the son of God, mm. right, who lives on, who lives amongst the people, Thor. Yeah. Mm. And you also have this character, Loki, which to me is very clearly so, Satan. Yeah, Satan. He's the, the trickster. He's the one who deceives you, the yeah. mischievous one, the yeah, one who's always yeah. bringing you to darkness, right? Yeah, yeah. So obviously that's Satan. And then you have uh, Valhalla, mm. which is where people go after they die, this paradise-like place. Yeah, right? yeah. Very, very Makes you wonder which paradise. prophet brought this religion, well, you know, from probably God. Thor. Prob- you know, yeah, you yeah. Well, Thor, exactly. He's probably a, a prophet of God who was then hmm. uh, put into the pantheon of gods as yeah. happened with Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and most interestingly to me is this idea of Ragnarok, right? Yeah. So Marvel did, you know, Thor 3 is Ragnarok, but actually... He this, fought the Hulk. I mean, is that going to happen? The, That's not in the prophecies? No, not okay. in the Prose Edda, which okay. is the, the scriptures of What's the... What's it called? The Prose in the Poetic Edda. 
Edda, is that the name of the scripture? Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, that's that's the collection that we have of the religious mythologies, right? I had no idea. Um, and in that, it talks about Ragnarok okay. uh, as being this final great battle in a time of spiritual darkness at the end of time when there'll be this this great battle between the forces of good and the forces of darkness. Yeah. And then there'll be this huge war. Yeah. And after that, there'll be a, a couple, a man and a woman who will repopulate the urge and you'll have a great age of peace. Right. Oh, okay. So very, very similar. So second Adam, kind of like a Adam at the end of the world. Exactly. Yeah. Very similar to um, to the conceptions that have been that we've already spoken <coughs> about in in Hinduism and also in the Abrahamic religions. Yeah. Um. And you know, can other religions account for this? Because from an Islamic perspective, how do we how do we make sense of all these different religions talking about similar things? To put it in a nutshell, Islam is the only religion that mandates recognition of other religions mm-hmm. as being from God. Mm-hmm. So the Quran says, uh, and there is no people to whom a warner has not been sent. A warner is a prophet. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have sent a messenger to every people. Every people have had their messenger. There are multiple verses of the Quran which refer to this phenomenon whereby God sends messengers. And, 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 and the concept of messengers being sent by God yeah. is, is, if you read any chapter of the Quran, it's a, it's a repeating phenomenon. You read Surah Al-Hud. Mm. You know, Surah Al-Hud was, is a classic example of a of a chapter in the Quran which goes through multiple prophets and it uses the same, um, uh, in a way, uh, verses mm. to demonstrate that this is a repeating phenomenon. Every time yeah. a prophet comes, this is the same. And this is what God says in the Quran. Alas for my messengers, uh, uh, um, alas for my servants, there comes not a messenger to them, but they mock at him, mm. right? So this is a f- repeating phenomenon, God is saying. Mm. So the thing about Islam is, is that it accounts for all of these other religious beliefs yeah. of an end time and that a prophet would appear who would bring about and herald an age of salvation in a time of spiritual darkness. Yeah. Um, it, from the Islamic conception, specifically the Ahmadiyya Muslim Islamic conception, which is what we're coming from, mm. um, as Ahmadis, we recognize the truth of Krishna, the prophet Krishna. We yeah. believe he was a prophet from God. We recognize the truth of Jesus, Abraham, Moses, of course, peace be upon them all, but also on the basis of what the Quran has said, that there has been a messenger for every people, we accept that if if the Norse religion has mm. features of a divine religion that we see mm. uh, as taught to us by Islam, then we know that that also must have had uh, an origin with God. Yeah, You know, the Native Americans must have had their own religion. Many African prophets must have come. There must have been Aboriginal prophets because mm. the Quran says there is no people to whom a prophet has not been sent. And even and that's in, why you find I mean, even in the European tradition, Socrates, yeah. you know, the the founder of the Ahmadiyya community, um, uh, stated that Socrates was actually a prophet of God. And what do we find in um, Plato's uh, writings, and also specifically in um, the Apology, which is his court cases? He claims divine revelation mm. uh, and being appointed by by God directly. So. What I'm trying to get at is that Islam is the religion which uh, uh, gives the understanding and the structure to understand and make sense of the entire world, religion history, religious history, and the prophecies in them of a future age of darkness. Because mm. what Islam ultimately says is that that prophet, that savior who will come, he'll be a Muslim. Hold on, because I mean, uh, people ask, okay, you accept the you accept the truth of all these different religions, but they're all giving <coughs> prophecies, and they're saying that someone is going to come, but yeah, they all Thor use their will own will come words. back, or Jesus will come back. Yeah, or, yeah. So how or, do you make sense of that? Or the Golgiotar will come back, the Avatar will come back. Yeah. Well, well, only you can either have two scenarios. Either one person comes in the name of all of them, hmm. bearing the hallmarks of all of them, hmm. with the purpose and the function that all of them would provide. Yeah. Or uh, you have, you know, 
thousands thousands of, of myth, you know profits effectively coming. prophets coming back from the dead i mean it's mythological it's mythical yeah then so the islamic position is that islam is the final religion uh because it is the summation of all of excellent teachings of all other religions before it yeah and so when it was prophesied that jesus would return it was prophesied that thor will come back it was prophesied that krishna will come back i don't know if it did say specifically about thor i know but what i'm but saying yeah, is you know, if you know if these things were prophesied to occur they could only occur within the religion of islam hmm. um, because islam is the only one that recognizes their truth and so Islam, the only religion that claims to be a universal religion as well. Ex- exactly. Now, people might say, well, Islam is quite different to Christianity, quite different to Judaism, quite different to uh, Odin, um, Norse religion, mm-hmm. or Native American religion. Well, that's because people after the religion has come distort their teachings. Mm. And Islam is unique insofar as because it was meant to be the final religion for all times, the scripture was maintained. Yeah. So we still have the scripture that the Prophet Muhammad gave to the world yeah. from God. And actually, invariably, if you look at the original teachings of Jesus, you know, of uh you can even see it very clearly in some books of the um of the Bhagavad Gita and the Vedas that they have very similar teachings. All these prophets come with very, very similar teachings. Fundamentally, as the Quran says, the idea that you worship God and shun the evil one. Yeah, that's the that's the statement that said we sent to every messenger, you know, worship the message worship God and shun the evil one. Absolutely. Yeah. So um this is something which is common to all religions and Islam came as the consummation of religion. You know, people had their own religions for their own peoples for their own times. Yeah. But as the world became a global village, as it became more interconnected, then God sent one final message yeah. with one last law-bearing prophet yeah. to be the prophet uh, for all peoples for all times. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's what the Prophet Muhammad said. He said that, you know, um, all prophets are brothers. Hmm. You know, so you might think that there's, you might perceive differences from the historical record, hmm. but that's because each one has been distorted over time. Yeah, they came with slightly, <coughs> slightly different people, so maybe their, Slight, their teachings were tailored yeah. to those peoples, but then also, as we very clearly see in the history of religion, teachings are massively distorted over time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Islam is the consummate religion, and therefore you're saying all of these prophecies won't be fulfilled through different people. They'll actually come in one final Muslim not final. I mean, there might be future. <laughs> sure. You know, yeah. The, but, but for this age. Yeah. One one Muslim Messiah who is going to uh, be the the grand reformer for this age to people to bring people out of spiritual darkness into spiritual light. Yeah, he'll be their representative. <clears throat> so you know, yeah. this is what the Prophet Muhammad said. He said that he will be the Mahdi, which means the guided one. The real guided one is the Prophet Muhammad. Yeah. And yeah. you know, as we've discussed in other videos, the Prophet Muhammad himself in Surah Al Juma. Yeah. Um. Uh one of the chapters of the Quran, it's prophesied that Muhammad himself will come back, but yeah. the Prophet Muhammad interpreted it to mean that a person of Persian descent, descent would come in his name, in his image. Yeah. And this is why he said the Mahdi will be, you know, his mother's name will be Amina, which was his mother's name. His yeah. father's name will be Abdullah, which was his father's name. Um, uh, He'd be buried in the same and, grave. And he will be buried in my grave. Hmm. Now, nobody's going to open the grave of the Prophet Muhammad to put anybody in. I don't care if it's a Mahdi. Nobody's going to do it, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a metaphorical statement that it, it'll he, be as if i come again his beginning will be like mine and his end will be like mine it'll be as if i've come again yeah yeah okay so um this is kind of our the islamic take and, and specifically the take of the Ahmadi muslim community that we are in this final age right and yeah. this is what everyone's realizing is that we are in an age of spiritual degradation where people have gone away from god and everyone recognizes something's deeply wrong <coughs> like we're the richest society and the richest civilizations on earth but there is something fundamentally wrong and then it becomes projected maybe on, on various different anxieties. And, yeah, so if you're right-leaning, you, know. you say it's the fault of the left. If you're left-leaning, you say it's the fault of the right. And you yeah. see this in politics, like like the political dynamics, specifically in England, in the mm. UK and America, it's so fractured. Mm. Um, the left 
the Labour Party can't see anything good in the in the Conservative Party. The Conservative Party can't see anything good hmm. in the Labour Party. The Democrats can't see anything good in the Republicans. Republicans can't see anything good in the Democrats. Hmm. Uh, and politics has always been fractured. But I think it's reaching a point where people are recognizing it's almost an extreme kind of division, hmm. Hmm. Um, and not recognizing that. You can be associated with a political party, but recognize, well, I don't disagree with this, I agree with this, I don't disagree with this. Do you know? Mm. Um, and something that Joe Rogan says, particularly in that quote, is interesting to me, is he says, do your best to elevate yourself and the world around you from the madness that is in the air. Mm. It, the reality is, is that you don't elevate yourself. Mm. People don't elevate themselves. They can improve, etc. But what does that really mean? It's a... It's a vague statement hmm. of hope and ambition, which has no definite goal, no direction, no purpose. Hmm. I mean, if you're an evil, you know, megalomaniacal psychopath hmm. and you read that, does that mean advance your career, step over other people and get richer? Hmm. Right. If you're obsessed with working out because your you know, vanity has consumed you, that you spend every evening in the gym looking at yourself in a mirror pumping iron, hmm. does that mean do it more? Yeah. You know, what does it mean? It means nothing. Yeah, you the have to elevate yourself in a direction. Yeah, well, exactly. Otherwise, How do you, you go might, up? Otherwise, you might be going down. I mean, yeah. a, and that's what profits have got to fall. They're there to tell you, no, no, no. It's not about making yourself like this or like this. It's not about this ideology or this <clears throat> ideology. Your purpose in life is to know God and have a relationship with God. Yeah. And I've come to show you how. Yeah. They're the ones who elevate you. I mean, this got picture got strong men on here. There's a truth to this, hmm. which is, I guess, why you brought it up. Hmm. Which is that those strong men, they're not authoritarian right. Mm. Okay. They're, they're from God. Mm. They're the prophets of God. Mm. And the one who's come in this age is Mirza Ghulam Ahmed in the representation. I mean, one of his, you know, what was his, one of his revelations? He said, no, I am Jariullahu fihu lilanbiya. Yeah. So I am the, I, you know, he, he was told by God, you are Jariullah, which means the, the champion of God mm. in the mantle of all the prophets. Mm. Right. In fact, even the Quran talks about him, his coming. It says, you know, and relating to the end times, uh, one of its later chapters, it states a prophecy, uh, it relates a series of signs that would be fulfilled in this particular age. And then what, and one of them is that when all the messengers are brought back, mm. you know, so, so the Quran explicitly states that all the messengers, and mm. it said there's a messenger for every people, and it's saying all of them will come back in mm. this age. Mm. It means that there would be a, a, a prophet who would be the representative of all of them. Mm -hmm. And the way he would do that is because he would bring them back to the true teachings of Islam, yeah. which represents all religions. Okay, so a lot of people are going to be like, hold on, hold on. How do you know that we are in the latter days, that we are in this age of darkness? Maybe there's going to be a much darker age. Maybe it's going to be 500 years in the future, 300 years in the future. 283. 1,000 years in the future. We don't know that it's necessarily right now. Yeah. So, you know, things could get a lot worse before this reformer comes. You know, maybe the Kalki Avatar is going to come in in 200 years. Maybe, um, you know, the, 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 the Messiah, the second coming of Jesus is going to come etc you know at a much later date how do we know it's now well I, I mean i think the the key is the prophecies that the prophet muhammad made yeah i mean when you read them it's quite clear that they've been fulfilled and the fact that they were made at all shows his truth in the first place yeah um and i think we could probably go through a few of them because we have a really good article on rationalreligion.co.uk the website mm -hmm. um going through the signs of the latter days the signs of the coming of the mahdi the messiah which are the names of this particular individual mirza ghulam ahmed yeah so you're saying that these are the signs of the Mahdi, who, which yeah. is... You this know, is the sign of the age. This is the sign of the age of the Mahdi, yeah. uh, who, is, who Paul is meant to be in the movie Dune. He's meant yeah. to be the Mahdi. Yeah. So you would expect... So the Prophet Muhammad was saying that 
when the Mahdi comes, look out for these things. Okay, so let's go into them. 